Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Your Mental. This is the podcast that shares candid, open, and sometimes vulnerable conversations between and about men. But today is a very special episode. Today, Kabir and I were joined by our friends Christine and Louise, and we're talking about the relationships between women and their fathers. We do talk a little bit about our own relationships with fathers, but this is really geared towards getting that perspective out there today. So I hope you all enjoy the episode. If you're not already, make sure that you're subscribed. And if you like today's video, leave a like, and I'll see you all in a moment when the episode starts. Peace. Welcome, Christine. Welcome, Louise. Thank you. Uh, welcome to On Your Mental. And uh, I'll start just introducing both of you to the, the audience. Christine, you are Ben's sister who was on the podcast before. Yep. You're also a friend of mine. Louise, you're a friend of mine. And you two are friends with each other. Yes. And you've known each other for a while. Yes, best friends. Yeah? No, oh, wow. Best friends with how long have you? How long have you known each other for? Grade seven. Yeah. yeah. Grade yeah. seven. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, like through like basketball and yeah. stuff. And kind, then kind of a little bit grade six, but more so grade seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we didn't start crossing becoming... each other up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely getting my ankles broken by this girl. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Each other. The laces get tied together somehow. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> and then, yeah, and the next thing you know, we were like, yeah, that's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I would say Louise has seen every kind of stage of my life, you know, since high school. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, so have you. With yeah, life. no, totally. <laughs> so she's a special one. <laughs> yeah. The moments where you're like this and then she's there watching. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you were friends that long, actually. I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we, we've talked before about how a bunch of the guys like we're all friends since like elementary school. And I didn't think I knew anybody else that's been friends since elementary school. But there you go. Oh, would you look at that? What a time. Mm-hmm. Today on On Your Mental, we're going to be talking about an uh, important topic. Most of our conversations are usually about the perspective of men, but today we're shifting that a little bit and we're getting the perspective of women on some men and those men being fathers. Um, so the, the question I'm going to start off with, and I'm actually going to take this first, even though I'm saying this is the perspective of women. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I'm <laughs> I mean, all you, have, of us you, have, this your, you have your feminine side. It's, hey, you know. absolutely. Yeah, I, everybody does. Yeah. This question, though, is, um, is who is your father to you? And so I'm going to start this because I don't have a dad. So life. my dad to me, and it's funny, like my relationship with fathers in general the way that I think about them isn't very like intimate at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe once I have a kid of my own, then maybe my idea of a father will become more intimate. I'm going to care a little bit more about what that relationship is. Mm-hmm. But the relationship to my father right now is that they are half of my genetic makeup. That's it. Your biological that the, dad. Yeah. My biological, that's it. Like yep. that is all that it is for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, my dad is a sperm donor, so I've never met them. The, traditional way of like dealing with that in canada is once you're 18 you're allowed to figure out who the father was Mm -hmm. if you wanted to right i didn't want to but also the doctor who did the stuff for my mom the donor insemination the procedure Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. that for my mom burned all of their medical records and so nobody who's gotten their stuff done through this doctor can actually find out who their father was he's been like sued for it and all this stuff wow i can't ever find out so for me I've come to terms with the fact that my dad is my genetics and that's it. Mm-hmm. I've done uh, 23 and Me and that shit and it's like, it's whatever. Where, where it doesn't, can you get that? You, you can order it online and then you spit in a tube, you send it back. Like a month later, you get some gen- oh, <laughs> some genes thrown your way. What was the, uh, what was yeah, the, what was the it? biggest ratio? Mm-hmm. Of, uh, just Northwestern European, like no fucking <laughs> oh, okay. surprise here. I, if I took time later, I can pull it up. But yeah. Um, 
yeah, no surprises for me, but my dad is just a guy. He's a guy out there out and there. he exists. What if he doesn't exist anymore? Well, he's got to be somewhere. <laughs> he could, well, he could have bit the dust by now. I don't know, man. But for me, it doesn't matter to me is what I'm saying. Right. right? Like my relationship with the father with has that. never existed. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I just get to hear stories. And that's why I care about today's topic is I just get to hear about the relationship between fathers and daughters or a son. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll, we've heard lots in previous episodes about things that you think about your father but i'm going to turn this to caps for a second yeah, and then i'll yeah. open it up to the both of you because i think from there the conversation is going to be mainly driven by you two <laughs> um but caps who is your dad to you uh big mustache big. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks of it and he's just a floating <laughs> stick man with a big mustache no he, he actually trimmed his mustache down quite. oh wow <laughs> But still a mustache that. guy. But still a mustache okay. guy. Now yeah. it's more of like a modern, like pencil mustache. All right. Oh, okay, not sleek. the one, not the ones that like kind of curl. No, no, I really want that one though. Oh, oh, I you want know. that for yourself? You yeah, I want to try it out. Okay. But, uh, I'm <laughs> okay. just too scared of the transition to get there. Anyways, um, <laughs> okay. uh, when I think of my dad, oh. he's like, um, I've always thought of him as the guy who just makes the rules, right? Like right. I've never mm-hmm. had like that. What Ruben was saying, that intimate. Um, friendship with my dad really right it's there the potential's always been there mm-hmm. but um he was really strict with my brothers and I growing up so it was always that uh setting rules and making sure we're home on time and stuff like that he's the guy I watch movies with mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. yeah love it. that's sweet yeah that's no cool. love it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's definitely my biggest role model mm-hmm. yeah uh, we've talked about that yeah, before too for sure in that other episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah that's the gist of it cool Cool. I wonder if, and this would be something cool to revisit, like down the line, if that relationship obviously will change, right? As you right. get older, I think your relationships with anybody changes the longer it exists, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I wonder if you'll get to a point where, I don't even know what I mean by that intimacy yeah, yeah. of a relationship. I wonder what that would look like. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I'm not like, uh, we don't share, my brothers and I, we don't often share our feelings with our dad. Mm-hmm. Right. Like mm-hmm. we know we can and he'll always be there to like talk about it, but that's not something we typically do Mm -hmm. or ever practice at the same time i feel like you're also at an age where you know he trusts that you've you know got things you know under control too right and Mm. um yeah Mm -hmm. yeah. have you ever cried in front of your dad after he slapped me (laughs) (laughs) i was not expecting that i I was not expecting that um, no i have have. oh god Um, (laughs) (laughs) i've definitely definitely have like after like like a rough basketball game or just like a uh, like family member passing away and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've cried in front mm-hmm. of my dad, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that l- ability to be intimate and show your emotion is there. It is, It yeah. just doesn't happen frequently. And right. that's fine. That's right. Cool. I'll open that back up to you then, uh, Louise and Christine, both mm-hmm. of you. Who is your father to you? My father. My father, he is a lot of things to me. Um, he is, like I said, my best friend. He is my coach, my mentor in life. Um, you know, he's taught me definitely everything that I know in all areas of my life, whether Mm. it's sports, you know, business, like career, life in general. No doubt about it. He's my number one role model. Mm. Hopefully my mom doesn't get upset watching (laughs) this. Um, but you know, I think it really is because of the fact that I respect him for his ability to really balance head and heart, right? It's like Mm. as a father, he's extremely responsive. You know, he's very in engaged right and present as a father 
But at the same time, like he is also that guy who will not hesitate to put me in my place if we're out of line, right? It's like, you know, he's really good at calling, you know, BS and just kind of like, you know, like saying it as he sees it, right? Mm -hmm. And so that for the three of us has been, you know, it's like it humbles us, right? It reminds Mm -hmm. us that, hey, like you ain't shit, you know what I mean? (laughs) And so it's like, yeah. And so I really respect um, that aspect of him. And, you know, even me seeing that part of him, I try and apply it to, you know, Mm -hmm like work right it's like how do you balance you know like being like empathetic but also you know hard on the what Mm -hmm. right he's also become like my business partner as Mm -hmm. i mentioned to you guys before and so i think more than anything i've learned the most through the last you know almost two years i'm just working with him he absolutely keeps me in check i keep him in check you know we definitely challenge one another in the most healthy way right and um you know we don't take things personally for sure yeah, like in a nutshell, he's a lot of things mm-hmm. in my life, mm-hmm. which, you know, I'm really grateful for. Um, yeah, like, I mean, I always say to him, I'm like, out of all these superheroes out there, you're my favorite one, <laughs> oh, you know? Like, it's, I say, I wrote that in a card once. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, like, he's he's awesome. He's everything to me. That's really sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you clearly have a really good relationship with your dad, right? And you mentioned between the three of you, so it's your siblings, so Ben and Catherine, right? And do you feel like, his relationship has been similar between the three of you or has Mm, yours kind of like stood alone as its own? Yeah, that's that's actually a great question. Um, favorites? <laughs> no. And why are you the favorite? Aspect? No, you know what? It's it's quite my dad my dad is he's a smart man. He knows that, you know, every child take you know, it will take a different approach, right? And mm-hmm. so the way he you know, approaches like how he speaks to Catherine, very different, like to the way he speaks to me, right? Um, And of course, like the way he speaks to Ben, very different. And so at the core though, values growing up the same, right? It's like he, you know, raised us to be, you know, right, like responsible, all those things, right? But especially like the as we're older, he recognizes that, you know, every one of us has a different like communication style, if Mm -hmm. anything, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good question. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's, I can yeah. imagine that's a hard thing, right? And yeah. a lot of what I'm going to be listening to and retaining in this conversation is things to take forward to one day when we are fathers. Right. Right. So something like that, approaching every child differently, that sounds really challenging to me because it's not like y'all are far apart in age. Yeah. You and your sister are twins. Totally. Right. And then your brother is what just a year or two older two years older three three oh okay i know it feels like he's only <laughs> yeah. a year older right, right? right. yeah barely yeah. <laughs> you guys are catching up yeah. no seriously no when we're out in public people are like is that your younger brother i'm like uh, basically yes. yeah. basically yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 shout out to ben shout out to ben um but yeah i mean it's that can be a challenge in itself too. I can imagine as a father, it's challenging to raise multiple children because everybody is unique. It doesn't matter if you're in one family, you're all going to respond to things differently. Totally. You touched on something and I'll just bring that up one more time for a second and then I'll come back to you, Louise, mm-hmm. where it's like your your father has this balance between head and heart. Mm-hmm. And I think this will come up later in, in conversation with stuff that I want to ask, but uh, there was something that I've seen multiple times where it's like the respect that you have for somebody is higher when they are critical on you. 
So then when they are saying things that are nice and encouraging and reinforcing of behaviors and things like that, because you know that they're also going to call you on your shit, you respect that decision or that opinion so much more. Totally. Right? Mm -hmm. And so that you have to have that balance. If you have a parent that just sugarcoats things and they they baby a kid, that doesn't help them. Totally. Right? If it's one way or the other too, if they're just putting them down all the time, if they're neglecting them, that's just as damaging. No, absolutely. And especially when it comes to, you know, daughter and father it's mm-hmm. like you know again um typically the father would be like oh you know like let's not hurt her feelings right mm-hmm. and i feel like mm-hmm. that's it but my dad was like you know what whether it's me talking to ben or Catherine, it's like if you're wrong i'm gonna t- tell you you're being you know mm-hmm. like unreasonable right and mm-hmm. so yeah and i feel like that's very important in like the reality of the world yeah <laughs> you know what i mean because yeah a random man isn't going to baby anybody you know what i mean random woman isn't gonna baby anybody you're you're new in my life i'm gonna have this wall up and we're gonna have to build trust and it's almost like you're learning those relationships but you're learning that from a young age through your father yes yes yeah and sets us up to be realistic you know in life Mm. right yeah Mm. well louise (laughs) last one to talk (laughs) about your dad uh so we'll come back to you here uh who is your father to you well what's a father Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to know mm. for everybody else who doesn't have one, mm. aka you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> different circumstances. Uh, yeah, different, yeah, different circumstances. Mm. Um, my dad is a distant relative to me. Mm. I would consider him like how you consider your dad. Obviously, again, still different circumstances, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. just somebody who is a part of my genetics mm-hmm. and nothing kind of deeper than that. I mean, we do still have some sort of relationship i would say like we kind of talk to each other very minimally and very surface level Mm -hmm. just kind of like a hi how are you the love you miss you type of thing right but nothing really deeper than that but what's (laughs) yeah what's what's that i don't know it's um it's interesting that you mentioned that because i I, I was going to make the the same assumption where it's like that person maybe is just a person in your life, mm-hmm. right? There's not yeah. a lot more to that. Them being that distant, maybe just to give us like a little bit of context, sure. why is that the case in, in your case as, as a family, yes. right? I mean, for Kabir, for example, Kabir has talked about his parents have gone through a divorce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm assuming yes. for the audience as well, listening, yes, just for the background yeah, that it's yeah. similar. In yeah, just case. to back that up for sure. Yeah, so a little explanation or short story behind it is Mm. that um my parents were basically separated around the time that i was born or a little bit before that they were kind of yeah sure separated Mm -hmm. they they knew that they had very apparent differences that they had with one another one being my my father's catholic and my mom's christian Mm. um and then the other thing they just didn't see eye to eye um and then afterwards it's really hard to get a divorce in the Philippines, by the mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really officially get divorced until my mom got remarried. Oh, wow. Or until the before the process of her getting remarried. Mm-hmm. Um, but prior to that, yeah, they were not together. Long story short, he cheated on my mom, had another family. Mm. I have two half siblings. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and yeah, he wasn't really around when I was growing up. He was around with my sister and my brother. My sister is five years apart. Um, and my brother is seven, older, 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 yeah, five years older. And my brother is seven years older. So they definitely had more time to spend with him, but he was a mechanical engineer. 
Mm. Mm. Um, so he wasn't really around too much anyways because he would always be traveling for work. Um, and then obviously when I came along, I barely saw him. I don't really have too many memories of him, like maybe like one or two or right. three. So, yeah. So just there. Yeah, just there. Yeah. I mean, he's that guy that I know is or has the title of father, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I would say that he is a relative, not a father, because mm -hmm. I don't know what the true meaning of father is since I never really had an idea other than, you know, watching movies or right. seeing Christine's dad. I'd be like, yo, that's my dad. That's my dad. I cannot yeah. be my dad. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, other than that, don't really have a intimate relationship mm -hmm. with him, like how you were speaking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I find that just really interesting in this group of just four people, right? Yeah. All of our relationships with fathers are very different, mm -hmm. right? Totally. There are so many different nuances to a father oh, and yeah. child mm -hmm. relationship, right? Uh, I find it interesting that you talked about movies because I, I feel like I haven't talked about it on the podcast. I've talked about it with my counselor mm. where I've looked at certain relationships that haven't existed in my life and compared them to movies or film or TV a relationship that I've looked at is parents. Mm -hmm. yeah. My mom has never had a partner my entire time that I've been alive, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So I've never even seen a relationship up close. Yeah. And talking to my counselor about it, we, we've kind of come to the conclusion that me not seeing these examples mm -hmm. could have led to how I kind of am in relationships oh, where mm -hmm. I don't fully understand them. I don't know how to communicate. I don't know how to deal with conflict that's been a, a common theme for me i don't know how mm -hmm. to deal with conflict because i haven't seen it you right. have no idea right and so Isn't that it? opens up this question that i have for all of us which is about communication from our parents i think that because we have so many different examples of how our relationships have existed with our parents this is a good question to ask how important do you think that relationship is as far as communication goes between father to daughter mother to son, father to son, whatever, mm -hmm. right? How important do you think it is to see these kinds of relationships to understand communication? We've talked about it a little bit so far already, but. Mm -hmm. For one, I believe it is in very important to embrace communication, right? Again, whether it's uh, father, daughter, mother and son, you know, vice versa, mm -hmm. right? But it's this idea that, you know, you want to embrace communication so that, you know, your kids understand what, constitutes like healthy communication and a healthy relationship yeah. right and i think the next step is to practice that communication in a way you know i think for me if i'm thinking about for me um practice that communication with you know my dad in a way where he can help me understand how to properly relate to men right mm -hmm, it's like mm -hmm. you know if i'm thinking about the father-daughter aspect right and i think when there's conflict for example when between my dad and i whether there's a debate whether there's something like you know we disagree about right it's like the one thing that my dad does really um well is that he lets me you know get my point across right and you know he doesn't shy away from that interaction right he doesn't try and get mom to step in as an intermediary mm -hmm. it's like oh sh like she's she's re reacting in some sort of way right he actually lets me you know express my emotion maybe it's anger anger right M maybe it's some form of assertiveness right mm -hmm. but it's like he receives it in a way that doesn't obviously like punish me right he's not like okay like you're overreacting right um and so it's like i think it's important for you know young women to figure out how to comfortably express you know their again emotion or opinion in a way that 
you know, like further down the line, they get comfortable doing the same thing with their boss who might be a male, right? Mm -hmm. With their boyfriend, with their husband, right? So we're now used to what that interaction could look like, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important for, again, you know, young girls to have, or I guess, practice that interaction with their fathers in a safe space, Mm -hmm. right? Because again, it feels like, you know, there's this ongoing like stigma that, women should avoid confrontation with men, right? For Mm -hmm. whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So it's like, number one, it's like, listen to her, right? You know, maybe like listen to her, you know, what she has to say. And number two, maybe encourage, you know, that strength in a way, right? Um, And respect her voice. Yeah, I think that can go really far as to just build confidence or self-esteem. And again, maybe not just women, but like, you know, your son, right? So I like that because I think (laughs) it's... um, you, you touch on a few like really important points there, right? You, you said earlier on uh, engaging in communication is very important, right? And mm-hmm. the fact that your father doesn't shy away from communication with you because you're right that it, it, there is this like stereotype mm-hmm. that women, if they talk with emotion, that that's like a bad thing. Right. The older just being emotional. Even right. if you look at the election in the US, from, <laughs> what was it, 2016 or whatever with um, Hillary Clinton and yeah. Donald Trump, right? It was like, oh, she couldn't lead a country because she's too emotional. She's a woman. Right, totally. What the fuck? Like that kind of thing is just crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it perpetuates when, for example, if a father did shy away and brings in the mother every single time, the daughter is wanting to articulate something and get yeah. something off their chest, right? That's such a really, it's a good point. And it's, I feel like you may be one of the people who is really lucky to have a relationship totally. like that. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I think that those are, are excellent points to make about communication. I think it's very important. So when you're developing your own, like if you're you're watching as a child, mm-hmm. uh, subconsciously taking in all those yeah. might be small arguments or healthy communication between your parents, um, even between the parents and, and the kids. Um, when the kids are or when when they're growing up and developing those relationships themselves it's going to be um i guess the right way of doing it right so mm-hmm. i mean sorry if i may yeah mm-hmm. I, I can i can definitely go off of what kabir said and go mm-hmm. into that a little bit deeper like he was saying as a kid like that's when you start to develop habits mm-hmm. you know so i feel like it's really important if we're focusing on just father daughter relationships mm-hmm. right now i mean this also applies to fa- um not father and son. I mean, yes, father and son, but mm-hmm. parent relationships. Yeah. But if we're talking about father-daughter relationships, I feel like that's really important to build that foundation early on. Mm-hmm. Because then as you build it early on, you can practice early. Mm-hmm. And when you practice early, then you get that sense of consistency where you are maybe in this open conversation or having this open co- conversation with your father or your parent mm-hmm. um, and being able to be vulnerable in a sense and being able to have confidence and also mm-hmm. having that criticizing mm-hmm. kind of talk like mm-hmm. what Christine mm-hmm. says like yeah. like they mm-hmm. won't be scared yeah, like you won't freak out you yeah. know yeah, and the yeah. next time yeah. like yeah. you know yeah situations. it's like next time someone raises their voice at you as you know yeah. like you're not gonna be like oh, yeah, oh, not gonna be taken yeah down. exactly like yeah. more so, like a sensible reaction totally mm-hmm. totally yeah you only get better at anything by practicing. Yeah, That's exactly what it is. Totally. It's just practice. Yeah. And so from being a child, then you're mm-hmm. practicing good communication. And that good communication comes from your parents sometimes. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time. A, a lot, lot of the time. time. A lot yeah. of the time. So I guess, yeah, we, we've all agreed, I think, here that communication is important. And I think when you are exposed to it in certain ways, one versus another, it, it you learn habits differently. So I'm going to ask in a 
second year, I want to ask about watching movies and stuff like that. I want to ask just one question about that, mm-hmm. which is, have you felt like you've learned good communication through doing that? Because I, I've watched The Office countless times, and now <laughs> I romanticize relationships based off of like Jim and Pam. Mm-hmm. You know what not I'm saying? Like Michael, like and that. Michael and Holly too at the end, but that's all yeah, at the end. So yeah. you watch that relationship yeah. build, mm-hmm. and so for, to me, it's like, oh, that's how a relationship should be. But it's a fucking TV show. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not real sometimes, but I know that there are so many people out there that are probably like us, where you've you built a yeah. lot of what you understand about the world off of things that aren't your family. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? but hey, I mean, movies are based off based off of people's mm-hmm. experiences. So, based on yeah. true events. Yeah, based <laughs> on true events sometimes. Yeah. But you know, I feel like in a sense, like it does have a little bit of like real life circumstances to it. Mm-hmm. I feel real like, life applications. Yeah, real life applications to it. Mm-hmm. Um well, first of all, <laughs> okay, I'm not an astrologer. Astrologist? Is it astrologer? Astrologist, girl, or astronomist. Anyways. No, I feel like it is a Pisces thing because mm. me and you are both a Pisces. Mm. Or Pisces. Piscean. Piscean. Pis- we're fish. No. We're Pisces. Yeah, yeah, we're Pisceans. Yeah. Pieces. 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 But yeah, no, uh, you were talking about movies and I was Mm. saying how that's really a Pisces thing. Like we'd like to go into that alternate reality to find some sort of comfort. Like Mm. I like to, I love to watch movies, TV shows, anything to just kind of like put me in an alternate reality Mm. where Mm. like I can focus on that. Yeah, Mm. same. And I also learn a lot from like movies and maybe... It might be not so great, but mm-hmm. I'd learn a lot from movies or TV shows. But but yeah, that's my, my two piece about Pisces. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fine. I mean, but I think that, that that's addressing an interesting point, which is that um, media, I guess, or Hollywood or whatever, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with looking at TV shows and stuff because there are lessons in these things. There are lessons, there are lessons in these things. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think the the danger just to be devil's advocate to ourselves the mm-hmm. danger in doing that is that you can romanticize those relationships sure, yeah. through hey, there's always good and bad yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're showing in those movies and tv shows there are a lot of they're showing a lot of the they're dramatizing it a yes. lot yeah totally. romanticizing yeah. and then if you take all of that and go into a relationship and mm-hmm. it's like you're mm-hmm. expecting honeymoon honeymoon phase like mm-hmm. forever yeah. 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 you get disappointed real quick real quick real quick <laughs> I mean, I still like to hope that maybe there's some guy out there, but I mean, mm. <laughs> for the most part, there I know has that. To be. Then, well, that comes with hard work, though. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing in life that's good ever comes easy. So, mm-hmm. yo, Seb said that in the last episode. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, Seb got it for me. He okay. actually he, he said it wrong too. But anyway, no. <laughs> I totally butchered it. Yeah. I, I want to, I guess, grasp onto that for a second once more, and then we'll. I'll ask another question about romanticizing these relationships. I think that when you start to fixate on TVs, movies, whatever, and I've done that, like I said, I've watched The Office, whatever, Fresh Prince, we were joking about it. Um, I've watched these things, and I've watched these relationships, and I romanticize how those relationships exist. And I feel like media at large in general can romanticize the relationship of father, daughter, mm-hmm. of mother, son, mm-hmm. especially those relationships, I think, get put on this pedestal and they're supposed to have these certain roles within them. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. so speaking about uh, father, daughter relationships specifically, when I imagine that because I just watch TV and I see all the shit like that, yeah. when I imagine that relationship, it's like the father's the protector, the father's the strong guy, the mm-hmm. strong presence 
doesn't want to have those conversations mm-hmm. occasionally it's like a it's like a super special scene when you have a, a father <laughs> having a really intimate conversation with their daughter and yeah. really listen yeah. to them it's yeah. like oh wow what an amazing, <laughs> what, what an amazing but it's dad. like they should just do this yeah, like yeah. this should just be the thing yeah. they do right and right. so I, I'll I'll let that be the question, I guess, is do you think that these relationships are romanticized? Is it maybe like ridiculous that we put these father-daughter, mother-son relationships on a pedestal so much? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I totally yes, agree as well. Absolutely mm-hmm. romanticized. And it'll be interesting to get both of your no, perspectives yeah. on this because of your relationships with your dad. Here's the thing. It's like coming from, you know, myself who I would say... I have a great relationship with my dad, mm-hmm. right? You know, you see movies where, you know, like when you see movies of that, but it's like, I absolutely recognize that there are people out there that, you know, grow up without dads, but it's like, here's the thing. Like, I feel like the issue is that there's this stereotype, mm. right? And I'm speaking again, maybe let's just say like a daughter without a father, for example. It's daddy like, daddy issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like, there's this thing where, you know, Woman grows up without a father, right? Absence of a father leads to daddy issues, mm. whatever that means. Or that they're damaged somehow. Yeah. Damaged that's something that gets thrown Yeah, no, all exactly. The time. Not saying that, but that's what gets perpetuated. <laughs> no, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like this idea that, you know, they lacked maybe the love, care, and like attention from their dad. And all of a sudden they have trust issues in men. It's like, mm-hmm. that's not true, right? Mm-hmm. That's potentially one possibility, mm-hmm. right? That, you know, people might go down. But, you know, I think I know of... Um, women that have grown out grown up sorry without mm. um, a father and they turned out to be brilliant right? like mm-hmm. strong women it's like it's because mom was able to step into that role and play the, both of those those roles right it's like mm-hmm. it's a tough thing right but it's possible and so i feel like it's definitely really important to recognize that this like this dynamic right like um parent child like it's not black and white mm-hmm. right like to your point all four of us had a different have a very different experience or yeah. relationship with our fathers so mm-hmm. and very different situations yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean i'm gonna ask something about you because when your parents are split but they're both in your life that's that's your dynamic right right you right. do have a relationship still a close one with sure. both your mother and your father yeah right um i wonder in that sense because you've mentioned how sometimes a in the example you shared mm-hmm. a mother can kind of play both roles mm-hmm. that's what happened to me you know what i mean like i just had my mom and she had to be my mom and my you dad turned out, you know what I mean? look first, at you i turned like, out okay i turned out fine brilliant <laughs> i'm okay i swear um, you know prime example <laughs> right yeah of yeah but the i remember the first time i became like aware of the fact that i didn't have a dad right. was on father's day in grade one and they oh. made me make a like we were supposed to build picture frames yeah. like oh why don't you make one for your mom i'm like i don't know it's my fucking mom like, that is, <laughs> i don't gotta do that but calves the the question that i want to ask you just for a second is do you think that either your mom or your dad do you think they were ever trying to play the role of the other even though they were split mm. do you think maybe when you were spending time with your dad do you think he ever was trying to play the role of mom or spending mm-hmm. time with your mom did you ever try to play the role of dad like what do you mean by the role of like mom did like, you ever feel be... as though they were kind of like i don't know doing like twice the work of a parent i mean my dad i mean could say both both of them but my dad definitely did twice the work like mm. i would Got say it. even more for sure Got he's it. Ra- okay. raised like three of us like 80 percent of the time right. you mm. live with your dad yeah oh, okay yeah. gotcha yeah. yeah i live with my dad but yeah. uh um i don't know if he he never retained that mom role right but mm. the the work was always there mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i was just curious yeah i was yeah. just curious yeah 
I'll twist it back here. I'll bring it back to you, Louise, and I'll ask this from your twist perspective. Back, yeah. then, from your perspective of having your parents split up, mm-hmm. but then your dad was no longer a part of your direct relationships, mm-hmm. right? He's been that that distant presence as you oh, as you refer to it, right? Physically distant as well. Physically distant. Man is on an island. In yeah, this guy's all the way in the Philippines. Somewhere over there. Ain't no yeah. getting this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but to, to ask you then, um, how do you feel when I ask about these relationships being romanticized, right? You said earlier you agree, you think that mm-hmm. they are. Why do you think that that has been in your case and how you contrast that maybe to watching yeah. these movies and TV shows and stuff like that? Uh, so I, like I said, I 100% agree. And the reason why is because I was romanticizing that kind of relationship through watching movies or mm. TV, TV shows. Um, I remember watching what a girl wants with amanda bynes i'm like (laughs) she's me (laughs) i'm like she's me but her dad actually wants her i'm like Mm. uh but anyways yeah no i again since growing up without a dad like i feel like i so badly wanted to learn kind of like what a father figure looked like Mm -hmm. as a kid you watch a lot of movies a lot of tv shows and if i did like i would really focus on what the father-daughter relationship dynamic was like to kind of learn like what is that even really like you know what i mean and so when i'm watching these shows or 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 movies i'm like oh so like this is what a good idea or like a good role model slash dad Mm -hmm. i mean it could also be my mom or whatever but Mm -hmm. um this is what the the idea of a dad looks like Mm -hmm. you know it Mm -hmm. painted this fantasy in my head that that is something that I should look for in men as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what a respectful gentleman like um, looks like in just a man itself, mm-hmm. especially let alone a father figure. So I feel like I 100% romanticized the father-daughter relationship to the extent where it showed in my relationships as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I completely agree that it has... And still is being romanticized because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry to say, but you don't really need a dad growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be nice, mm-hmm. you know, um, saying that with, with my personal experience, like it would be nice to have that kind of foundation built by both your parents, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. by both different aspects of like a woman's perspective or a man's perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, it would definitely help having a man or your father kind of instill like we were talking about with communication especially mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and just mm-hmm. kind of learning like what a man's role should be in a woman's life or yeah. you know what that kind of entails or what that would look like in the future so mm-hmm. yeah to yeah. your point 100% romanticized i have romanticized it and have definitely affected a lot of my relationships mm-hmm. as well not just like with men but i feel like that also translate like with friendships as well mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. yeah and I'll I'll make a quick point here. Like we're talking about a lot of this from the perspective of heterosexual partnerships, right? Like this is what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And so obviously that isn't always the case anymore, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes yeah. those partnerships don't exist. So exactly. you really wouldn't have need to see totally. a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that totally. could exist too. Yeah. Um, but I I think that you were saying what I was imagining you might say about watching those relationships is mm-hmm. you do romanticize them. And I wonder then, did you ever get to a point, because I've, I've done this, where I see something in somebody mm. 
And if it aligns with any of those things that I've seen in those in movie, TV shows yeah. or movies yeah. or whatever, <laughs> I'm like, okay, they're all right. Yeah. They're yeah. good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's this joke that's been going around on uh, on social media a bit too. And I'm sure that y'all have seen it. I don't know if you have because you're not on TikTok. Are you I'm guys not, on TikTok? No. no? Oh, but no. you might have seen nice. it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it, it appears a lot on Instagram anyways. Yeah. yeah. But like I watched the Instagram one. Everything on Instagram, Instagram is TikTok, good so. yeah. 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 Fair. So there's this thing that it, and it's like the bar is so low for men. Mm. right there's this like joke about the bar being so low where you had mentioned when a man's being a gentleman or something like that like it's just a, like amazing thing because it's what mm-hmm. it shows on these movies and tv shows and stuff like that mm-hmm. but the bar really is so low for men because i think that so much of what people get obviously the the vast majority of the world must not have the best examples of communication at home because if right. they did then the bar wouldn't be low for communication right. for men. it would yeah. be a lot higher Right. So that to me is kind of telling that totally a lot of people probably don't get the communication situation that you, for example, got, Christine, which is amazing. Yeah. You get to like carry that with you. Yeah. But it also means that we're not screwed without it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Like we're fine and we learn yep. these things from other relationships, from other friendships like you've yeah. talked about. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely does take a lot more work because, I mean, not everybody can learn from relationships Mm -hmm. nor do they want to learn like what they can from relationships as well but to your point i feel like it is really important for people to know that it's really up to you on how you want to handle your situation Mm -hmm. you know if you're thinking if you were like me and you were you know uh, romanticizing father-daughter relationships and like you still really want one you know maybe figure out the reason or the deeper meaning behind that you know no don't mm-hmm. just go into a relationship relationships like i did kind of expecting like all these grand gestures like what i would see in movies and stuff like that and mm-hmm. start to be realistic with yourself mm-hmm. i mean there are you know not to say that there there's not going to be a gentleman out there who is still chivalrous chivalrous yeah there you go yeah that, Chivalry is dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> one can still hope, and you know, I feel yeah. like if you do the act and somebody sees it, you plant the seed, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for the most part, I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want to throw something in here to, mm-hmm. I think, just reinforce what you're saying there mm-hmm. about sort of seeing what is an ideal situation, but then coming to terms with the reality of situations, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You can build and romanticize these relationships, but reality is everybody is different and might not hit that standard. Yeah. yeah. Right. My friends, Jeff and I, we had a conversation that will come out, I believe, after this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and what he, one thing he says in there is what he likes to do is he likes to take relationships and he has the ideal and you just insert the real and eventually you get to the real. Right. right? <laughs> and I think that that applies here, which is that it's okay to have these ideals. It's fine to romanticize. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong about it. But... The reality is that you're not going to hit those things. Yeah. You can try and take as much as you can from mm-hmm. relationships and hold yourself and those relationships to a certain standard mm-hmm. and take what you deserve in a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Don't settle for yeah. something that's less, right? Yeah. But don't expect everybody to be like that. Yeah. Because most mm-hmm. of us haven't had that. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other question I wanted to ask us here, and just to bring it back to this mm-hmm. being about women and their fathers, right? Um, we're two young guys. Right? We're, we're not dads yet. I mean, as far as we know. Ruben gets a call. Kabir gets a call the yeah. next day. <laughs> You're both the fathers. <laughs> You are both the fathers. Oh my God. Oh, it's a dream come true for me, Seriously? I tell you. 
Um, but uh, the question that I'll ask the both of you uh, is if you were to talk to someone who would one day become a father, thinking of your own experiences with your fathers, uh, thinking of everything that we've talked about so far today, what would you want a young man to bring into fatherhood today? Be there or be square. Be there or totally. be square. Kabir is going to be square. Yeah. But I'll like, be there. Get him, you know, I think be a girl dad, as Kobe Bryant would mm. say, you know? Oh, uh, what, nice. Yeah. But um, no, I think I think my advice would be, it's pretty practical, I would say. Um, get involved in her favorite activities, right? Whether it's, you know, a hobby. For me, growing up, it was sports, right? Mm -hmm. um, I learned probably some of the greatest lessons through sports with my dad, right? Because mm -hmm. he coached me through those experiences, right? And so, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, sports for me I, I built a lot of my character today, right? Mm -hmm. Um, made me mentally stronger as a woman, I would say. It, again, it doesn't have to be sports, right? Maybe it's dance for her. Maybe it's like music, right? But I feel like, you know, picking up a hobby or an activity with your daughter and, you know, ideally working towards mm -hmm. it together, there's a sense of like accomplishment to it. It's quite actually easy, I feel like, for you guys as, you know, fathers to coach her through that experience, right? It's like, you know, you're not going to sit her down one day and be like, hey, like, you know, I want to teach you about you know, I don't know. Fixing this car. Yeah, no. you know what I mean, right? It's like those things. It's I like, know what to do anyway. yeah, <laughs> totally, right? And it's like, but it's like, what it's better totally. way to do it through like an experience, mm -hmm. right? Coaching mm -hmm. her through it, right? Letting, you know, maybe it's a loss after a game. It's like coaching mm -hmm. through, uh, her through what it means to take a loss, right? And mm -hmm. fail. And again, all these things are important traits, I think, that she's going to carry over to her life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be my um, advice. Um, be kind of hands-on. Totally, yeah. mm -hmm. totally. Especially with the sports thing, I think mm -hmm. it would be pretty easy for, yeah. for guys in general. Just totally. Pretty easy. No, I mean, like, because, <laughs> sorry, speaking as, like, two two guys yeah. who have played sports. Totally, growing up. exactly. Yeah. Really yeah, practical, so, right? Yeah, we, know, we understand the benefits of it. So totally. So just to put understand the of a good coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? for sure. It's like you look at, you know, I'm thinking about Kobe Bryant again, Kobe mm -hmm. Bryant and Gianna, right? It's mm -hmm. like, they, you know, found like she discovered her love for basketball and mm -hmm. she's sharing that with her father. It's like it makes their bond unbreakable. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, you see people talk about, you know, Kobe and uh, Kobe and Gianna's bond. Right. And so I think, again, find maybe something that makes her tick. Right. You know, you mm -hmm. might get lucky if she's into sports. Perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. You're, right. But um, yeah, I think that um, there's definitely value in, um, you know, starting that. I guess when she's like a young woman, right? Mm -hmm. And so she can, again, take those, like, I guess, life skills and carry it on. You yeah, know, finding to... something that she might be passionate about. Totally, totally. Bring her, guiding her through it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of like just you being there to support them. Yep. Right? And you make a good point that it is whatever it's going to be. It doesn't have to be sport. I mean, I would love for mm -hmm. my daughter to play soccer. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that would be sick. Yeah. Like, fucking get in there. I'll be the coach. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. like, just make your job Go way kick that ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I mean, to, to that point, too, is it's like you can almost share that passion with them mm -hmm. then too, right? Um, for me, having played soccer, like, that was my sport. Like, if yeah. I could share that passion with my daughter, it'd be sick. Totally. You know what I mean? Because it... I think as much as we do talk about it's important for a father to engage in conversation and and like show good communication. We've talked mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. I think that there are just some things that men don't relate to women with and totally. vice versa. Yeah. And so sometimes there are things that only a mother is going to be able to help out with yep. in yeah. like the best way possible. Yeah. 
But if you can create these bonds around things that you can both equally be passionate about, I think that that's really important. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good advice. Be hands-on, be a coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, be there, be square. Be there. To come back to what you that's said. That's all she asked. Yeah, that's all it is. Be there. Be there. That's all she wrote. Thank you so much for watching. <laughs> but what might you say mm -hmm. to someone in maybe a similar position to you too, right? So maybe this isn't about giving advice to a, a man. Of course, be there, right? That mm -hmm. I feel like that should be a no-brainer for most men is be there. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, that sucks, right? Yeah. For whatever reason, like if you can, if it's within your control, be there. Mm -hmm. But for a young woman who's in a similar position to you, what maybe advice would you give in sort of building that relationship on your own? What you would normally have gotten from a father, mm -hmm. what advice would you give to maybe building that relationship away from a father without one? Um, it's a heavy question. Mm -hmm. so there's a lot to say, I'm sure. But First and foremost, Things are supposed to happen the way they're supposed to happen. Mm. I There's no linear way of really tackling the abandonment that you feel. Mm -hmm. With every different person, they're going to react differently. Somebody mm -hmm. might just be like, okay, sure, because their mother is such a great role and picked up both roles and, you know, yeah. very supportive, mm -hmm. provides everything for them. They don't even give two pieces of poo mm -hmm. um, <laughs> about about not having a dad mm -hmm. um yeah. but for me in my experience um it was it wasn't completely the case i mean my mom did take both roles but i would say my advice would be you know to let things happen the way that they're supposed to happen if you are going to feel a certain way towards it i certainly had my fair share of resentment towards my dad and then later on as i grew older and came to have a little bit more maturity towards the situation, try to understand that not everybody's perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like not every marriage is going to work. Not every father or mother is going to end up committing completely to the family. Because mm -hmm. I'm not just going to say that, you know, dads are always the ones leaving. But mm -hmm. anyways, um, yeah, I would say let it happen the way it's supposed to happen. Take your own time to heal from the situation. Because again, healing isn't linear either. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I still have yeah. a lot of what that relationship with my dad um like i guess yeah the trauma that happened with it mm -hmm. um that i still continuously have to heal from because that affects how i perceive men and how mm -hmm. i interact with men uh so again another advice would be yeah let it happen how it's supposed to happen and then tell yourself if maybe you are going into the root of resentment towards your mm -hmm. dad how long are you willing to go interesting you know yeah. like because mm -hmm. for me it was like a couple of years, like mm. maybe until I was in high school. And then afterwards, I'm like, you know what? This is kind of, this is kind of pointless. Mm. Why am I hating someone who's like all the way half across the world? Literally you know, on the other side of the world. They're yeah. Literally yeah. on the other yeah. side of the world. I yeah. would say, you know, do the best that you can. Mm -hmm. If you see that or you feel like there's something missing, ask yourself what you can do for yourself, not for other people. Mm -hmm. For yourself, what you can do to fulfill that void. 
And yes, maybe sometimes it might be going into bad relationships. (laughs) You know, but getting some lessons along the way. But that's that's how you learn. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know, like that's how I learned. Definitely it was really hard doing that by learning relationship by relationship or interaction Mm -hmm. by interaction. But Mm -hmm. if that's how you're gonna learn, then really take it into consideration the things that you learn from those relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say consistently tell yourself you are enough and you don't need a man mm. you know you don't need it's it's not a need mm-hmm. you can live mm-hmm. without need a man yeah, you don't need a man you don't need a man i mean it'd be nice no, yeah. don't, get, don't get me wrong it'd be right. nice but yeah mm-hmm. you know you okay. can have that sense you can install that confidence in yourself mm-hmm. it might take yeah, a little bit like longer self-reliance yeah. mm-hmm. it, sounds it might like take that. a little bit longer mm-hmm. but you know keep working through it because for me my biggest takeaway from not having a dad or not having him completely present in my life is feeling or getting that sense of independency mm. really early on really early on in my childhood mm. i mean yes maybe it wasn't the correct type of independent feeling because mm. then i kind of leaned into dependency a little bit but you know for the most part know that you are enough and that you can work towards whatever you need to work towards mm-hmm. i love yeah. it yeah, yeah. cool Good yeah. advice. Yeah. Um, thank you both so much for for sharing everything today. And it's just cool to hear this kind of perspective because I don't get get to ask these questions. You know what I'm saying? And it's cool Nor to have this place <laughs> to ask this stuff. To kind of summarize everything for people listening and watching, um, I'm, I like doing this. I like practicing trying to do summaries. I don't know what oh, it good. is, but I like practicing. Yeah. yeah. I think that from what the beginning, what we, <laughs> from the beginning, what we've talked about is the importance of seeing, I guess, a standard of communication from the very beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's something very important we can learn from our parents because it does show an example of what it looks like to communicate with. In this case, we're talking about male to female interaction right vice versa yeah because we talked about how it presents itself in work relationships how it Mm -hmm. presents itself in uh, partnership relationships whatever it might be you need to understand how to communicate in a healthy way and one of the places you learn that is going to be from your parents Mm -hmm. we also talked a little bit about romanticizing relationships and there's nothing wrong with romanticizing it as long as you're going to inject the reality back in there and mm-hmm. understand that things might not play out that way. Totally. Right. We talked about looking at movies and stuff like that. And we see this ideal thing. Oh, it's so like, nice. Oh, look, this fits this <laughs> puzzle piece. fits yeah. on This one person, everything else about them is shit, but this one fits. So I'm <laughs> in. Right. And it's like, I I've seen that in just like being attracted to someone for a little bit. It's like, Oh wow. And then you realize like, nah, like, come on, just like ease back. Um, I think that also it's just good to hear this kind of advice that you're giving us as young men to understand the importance and the impact that we can carry on a daughter's life, mm-hmm. right? If we are going to become parents one day, not that you are, I mean, although we've talked about this a million times, I doesn't want to be a parent, but yep. if we do become parents one day, we have a certain level of responsibility to those kids. Right. Right. Yeah. And we, we talked about that actually last week. We talked mm-hmm. about you're, you're educating the next generation. Mm-hmm. You're, you're making a, a very important impact on a child, right? You yeah. learn so much totally. without even realizing you do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I just wanted to say thank you again for coming thank on. Thank you for having us. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time and I really enjoyed so today's fun. conversation. Yeah, I think that's a good spot to end it. So everybody who is listening and watching, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you're not already, make sure you're subscribed and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Be there, be square. Be there. Nice. <laughs>